Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Central Florida. Welcome back to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. It's a Thursday on a spectacular day all across the central part of Florida. 20 days into the month of April in the year of our Lord, 2023. And uh, also a lot of interesting things that are going on right now at the Florida legislature and will be going on for the last two weeks. So here's where we're at. We've got uh, a defamation bill I want to update you on. We've got an immigration bill I want to update you on. Both of those could have uh, an impact to uh, you, our audience, uh, those of you who are Christ followers, uh, and uh, those of you who, um, well, you're conservatives, and you appreciate what we do right here on uh, Salem Radio, and, uh, well, your host here that uh, anchors a three-hour issues briefing each and every afternoon. But this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. You know, when we get to the 3 o'clock hour, it's always a good time for us to sort of take an assessment. Uh, We started out our day, whether you had a quiet time or not, I do not know. But we've gone through the morning, we've gone through the lunch hour, and now we are midway through the afternoon, whatever your responsibilities uh, may be. And so oftentimes when the day gets uh, moving, And unfortunately, in the culture that most of us live in today, uh, it is a steady stream of information that bombards us each and every day. And then that means there's a steady stream of uh, potential things that you either need to accomplish or you'd like to accomplish. And so by now, you have made oh so many decisions throughout the day. And uh, this is a good time to remind you that we want to not only brief you on the issues of the day, but we also want to be here to be uh, a reminder from the Holy Spirit that what we do, the decisions we make, each and every one of those topics, the Lord is interested in. There is nothing, nothing that you have to decide that the Lord doesn't know about and that the Lord has an interest in. And so by the time we get into the 3 o'clock hour, you may be fretting over something that you need to get done at work or maybe with the family, and you're running really behind. So maybe it'd be a good time to just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. 
Sometimes it's good just to stop everything you're doing, maybe even pull over the car on the side of the road, close the the door of your office, maybe go into another room in the house, maybe grab you a glass of iced tea or something, and just sit down, leave your phone in the other room or silence the phone, And just spend five minutes, ten minutes if you can, just quietly before the Lord. And calm your spirit. And and calm your emotions. Because I got to tell you, as someone who has been through an awful lot in terms of health challenges... Unfortunately, sometimes it takes a lot of interruptions for us to realize that maybe we don't have to worry about the things we worry about. We don't need to fret about things. We need to quietly remind ourselves that the Lord is in control. And if you have given your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, not only does he have your back, You've got such an arsenal of tools right now this afternoon to assist you in your walk with Jesus. Imagine right now, of all the things that's on your mind, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's been poured out on you at the moment that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you have power in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. You have power unspeakable. You have wisdom unspeakable from the Lord. But you know what happens is when we get real busy, Satan is very clever. He's a murderer. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. And he knows that his end is coming. And in all bitterness, he wants to bring you to a bad ending. And so every moment that he can trip you up, every moment that he can keep you so busy, you forgot to consult the Lord. Anytime he can make you get angry with the Lord, by making you respond to your feelings. You know, the Lord's left me alone. I just don't feel the Lord. Unfortunately, the the feeling meter in our life has no ability to detect the presence of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And that's where trust comes in. And this week, I've had to just keep reminding you, obey God and trust him with the circumstances, the consequences. And uh, that, of course, is the flagship biblical principle for Dr. Charles Stanley, life principle number two. And so where we need to remember the Lord and his promises most is during the week. And especially at midday, going into the third, fourth watch, that's where we need to tell ourselves, you know what? 
it's going to turn out okay. I've got a couple of things on my plate right now. I've got some things that have me pretty well disgusted. I've got I've got something that some some others have let me down in a situation and did not do what they were supposed to be doing. And then now as I'm making a phone call or two I get crickets, emails, whatnot. So the question is, I could let myself seethe with with bad emotions. But the more that I let myself do that, I'm playing right into Satan's hands. So instead of that, what the Bible tells us to do is say, Lord, I don't know what's going on here in this particular situation, but you do. You also know who the players in this situation, you know what they're doing or what their thinking is right now. And so what we are taught to do is to give it to the Lord. Lord, I'm asking you to sort this out. I'm asking you to put this back on track. I'm asking you to restore this on the track that it was supposed to be and that, therefore, if everybody does what they said they were going to do, we will have the outcome that was expected. And so we wait and see. Now, unfortunately, we have been blessed with free choice. And so God's timing is something that is never usually quite our timing. And we just have to be patient. So maybe I'm speaking to somebody else this afternoon as we begin our briefing this afternoon. I want you to just, I want you to get, just just take a moment, a little bit of silence and say, Lord, forgive me. I've been busy today. I want to get back on your page. I want to have this very close relationship. Remember that God isn't that mean old father or grandfather that's out there waiting to get on you every time you make the slightest mistake. No, he is the ever-loving father. And that's what he is this afternoon. It's never too late in a day to realize. It happens to all of us. If you tell me that you live every day and you never have a day where it pops up and goes, Wow, I did this, that, and I didn't even consult the Lord. I didn't even ask. I didn't pause. I just charged right into it. Well, hopefully, as the Lord has laid this on my heart to share with you today, uh, I, I trust there's a purpose for me sharing this, to talking about this, because I trust there's someone that's listening this afternoon. That would say, thank you, Holy Spirit. That's exactly what I needed to hear. That's the, that's the wisdom of truth, the, the, the path of wisdom that I needed to be reminded of. And remember, when things don't go as we plan, even when a decision is made and it causes a financial setback, 
Remember that the Lord, this whole thing about our life, our life is an endurance race. It's not a sprint. And so whatever may not be going well today, it's just part of a sprint. You'll be back to another sprint tomorrow. But remember the Apostle Paul. It's in midday, late day. It's also later in life. You know, we are to run the race. And by the way, make no mistake. We are to run the races put before us seeking victory. We aren't seeking participation trophies. We are, if you're in some sort of sports competition, you train to win. You train to be the best. And if you fall short, so be it. If whatever you're dealing with today ends up failing or not turning out, tomorrow morning, the sun will rise again. It's a new day. It's a reset. You dust the dust, you, you shake that dust off, you get up, and you go at it again. Amen? Amen. Our phone lines are open today, as always, at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, Walt Disney World is getting ready to turn the heat up on Governor Ron DeSantis in the last two weeks of the session. The war is on. Keep it tuned right here, and I'll give you an update of uh, what is happening in the DeSantis Disney World Endurance Match. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. Be right back. Noble Gold Investments has made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Three bank runs in the last month. These are the second largest and third largest runs in history. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means more money printing. Plus, the Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of $1.2 trillion on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And the Fed will continue to raise interest rates even if they tank the economy. Do you know who are the only ones not afraid? The ones that are invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to NobleGoldInvestments.com to secure your wealth now. Use AIN Network as promo code if you want to get a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA if you qualify. NobleGoldInvestments.com. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Harvest Ministries and Greg Laurie present a new devotional book on marriage by authors Levi and Jenny Lusco. Levi told me that this is the book he wished he had been able to read, but it wasn't up there. So he wrote it with his wife. And there's a lot of great interaction between Levi and Jenny in this book. It's very personable. It's fun. So order your copy of The Marriage Devotional by Levi and Jenny Lesko, and we'll send it to you for your gift of any size. Available at harvest.org. Yankee Arnold Ministries. This is Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold of Yankee Arnold Ministries. I want you to join me each weekday. There is a new name and new time, but the same clear gospel message. Mark it down. Call a friend. This is Ralph Yankee Arnold. God bless and keep looking up. Yankee Arnold Ministries, weeknights at 6 on Faith Talk Tampa. 
Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host here on the Bill Bunkley Show on this Thursday afternoon. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You're listening to Salem Radio as we're broadcasting this three-hour briefing all across the central part of Florida. Well, for many of you, and I know myself as included, the legacy of Walt Disney World from a family perspective from a biblical worldview perspective, has certainly made a turn to immorality as well as a rebelliousness to the principles of the Old and the New Testament. And now we're finding that the once large corporation built by Walt Disney that was embraced as a a very unique and very positive situation for families. We are now seeing the underbelly of the beast. We reported yesterday that Disney has that sweetheart deal for making their own decisions about what they charge themselves for property taxes, what they charge themselves for fire protection, what they charge themselves for water, and all the the government services that you enjoy, where your piece of property is, understand that Disney got a sweetheart deal to self-regulate. No other theme park in Florida has that sweetheart deal. And after they decide, after Disney decided that they wanted to have a fight over whether or not to teach sex education, any form of sex education from kindergarten to third grade, that's where this all began. And I hope that was a giant wake-up call for many of you. But now it's, it's evolving into something much, much, much more intense. The governor has pledged that he's working with members of the Florida legislature that before the session ends a week from this Friday, that's on the first Friday of May, that they are going to quickly run legislation and get it signed to reverse the end around that Disney had did on the, uh, had, had uh, taken place with and written by their attorneys allegedly. Uh, to uh, hoodwink the governor and that no matter that he put a new public commission in and it would be that taxing district, the Reedy District, Reedy Creek would be run just like any other taxing district. They did a little little underhanded, under-the-table deal to strike a deal that the new board couldn't touch him. Well, the legislature, according to the governor, are going to move real fast to put the hammer on that. 
Then Monday, the governor said, well, here's what we'll do. I'll put a state penitentiary right next to Disney World. We'll build that. We'll also uh, increase the hotel taxes all around Disney for all the Disney properties. The bed tax, by the way. And we'll also maybe convert all the highways coming into Disney, convert them into tow roads. Well, today I have the next saga of the story. Earlier today, had a story that posted, here's the headlines from CNBC. Disney tells its lobbyists to step up the fight against DeSantis and his allies in Florida. This is a new battle. This is a new engagement. Now, let me tell you what. Walt Disney World has spent a lot of money for a lot of legislators, both in the House and the Senate, in terms of campaign contributions. And let me say they have welded great influence in this state. Now, there was a time where my interests and Walt Disney World's interests were the same. It was in the area of gambling. Now, you know gambling is a fool's bet, a sucker's bet. And I can tell you that the Bible is very clear about the use of what he has entrusted to us. Because all that we have comes from him. We are his managers. And when we die, we take none of it with us. So you can very easily understand, whether you're a Christian or not, that the Lord and his son, Jesus Christ, they were in no way applying any support to somebody using what was entrusted to them in a game of chance. So for many years, we at the Florida Baptist Convention, the Southern Baptist Convention affiliate here in Florida, we have fought the gambling of, uh, of uh, the expansion of gambling consistently here in this state. Let me tell you what. I'm against the lottery. I'm against sports betting. I, I, I'm, I, 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 you, just, you can just see the heartbreak in too many families. Because games of chance are very extremely addicting. Well, for years, guess who was our partner in that? It was Walt Disney World. But not for our reasons. You see, Walt Disney World wanted to fight any kind of competition with building any kind of hotels or casinos anywhere around Walt Disney World. And because they deemed it to be bad for their business. And so I want to tell you, there was a lot of resources expended from Disney in the various uh, fights against gambling through the last 10, 15 years that uh, they weighed in and they put their resources there. And we have uh, held off some major casinos all around the state because of their assistance. But make no mistake. Like so many other corporations, especially today, it's not the corporation that Walt Disney put together. Because you see, if Walt Disney was still alive today, he probably would oppose gambling on the merits of the evils of gambling. So when I come back, I want to give you an update because Disney apparently has announced an all-out war 
and is calling up all their lobbyists to descend on the legislators now next week in the final week of the session to block everything that DeSantis is trying to do uh, to hamper their operations. I'll have that in a minute. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. I know my darkest day. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Investigators say two teenagers and a 20-year-old man have been arrested and charged with reckless murder after a shooting that killed four young people at a sweet 16 birthday party in Alabama. Saturday's violence shocked the rural community of Dadeville. 32 people were wounded. Four remain in critical condition. Sales of previously occupied U.S. homes fell in March and prices edged lower for the second month in a row. A tepid start to the spring home buying season as buyers contend with sharply lower mortgage rates and a near historic low number of properties on the market. Existing home sales fell 2.4% last month from February. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 209 points and the NASDAQ up 137. This is SRN News. People ask me. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline... You could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Is God obsolete? Do you think religion is good for the world? It only causes troubles and war. Our culture is shifting ever closer to atheism or irreligion. Today, the fastest growing religion is no religion at all. Our fight in this world is not against Islam, it's against religion. This is Kevin Sorbo. In the new movie, Irreligious Nation, my family and I travel to Israel to explore our faith and examine how lack of religion, disconnection, and cynicism affects culture and society worldwide. Should we be paying any attention to faith? Is faith important? If God exists, is he even relevant today? Is it really objective truth? Or is it true to say everyone has their own truth? Why are we losing our religion? You may need to read the Bible, but I know right from wrong. These people who say, I don't need faith, I can be a good person, can they? Does religion even matter? Watch Irreligious Nation at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you looking for a health plan? A plan that has dental, vision, hearing, prescription drug coverage, gym memberships, healthy meals allowance, and much more, and you have Medicare or both Medicare and Medicaid? Then call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813 813- 
533-3000. For over 15 years, our licensed staff has been able to find real solutions for your insurance needs. Call 813-533-3000 for your free annual checkup and your free analysis. The Crucified Message. Only God can make us holy. We cannot do it on our own. Some people will change when they see the light. Others change only when they feel the heat. Don't wait for the heat of the lake of fire before you try to change. It's too late then. Jesus says he's the light of the world. The Crucified Message. Sundays at 7.30 and again at 6.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Let me ask you a question as we're broadcasting here on Salem Radio all across the, the fruited plain of uh, this beautiful uh, central section of the peninsula. Have you gotten your table or your tickets for the National Tampa Bay Day of Brunch Prayer? That's the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch. We've got tables and we've got individual uh, tickets right now available for you. This is coming up very quickly on Thursday, May the 4th. I'm inviting you to join me as I will be emceeing the opportunity for us to come together corporately to pray for our nation and to pray for so many aspects of life in America. Many are being challenged, quite frankly, by forces of evil. We're going to be gathering about 11 o'clock a.m. at the Armature Works. That's on North Ola, just off of 275. We'll get together at 11 and uh, my assignment is to have a wonderful two hours and to have you out at 1 o'clock to go about your day. Uh, but we're going to be gathering. We're going to be sitting around uh, the table for a wonderful lunch with some great fellowship. And uh, we're going to be praying for, we've got individuals lined up. They're going to lead us in corporate prayer in the areas of education, of media, of government, of business of military, of family, of church. And then we're going to be hearing keynote speaker, Lieutenant General Retired William G. Boykin, Executive Vice President of the Family Research Council. He's coming to be with us. All of that and more, and I'm inviting you to be with me and to come to this essential event on Thursday, May the 4th. Now, to get your tickets, individual tickets, or if you'd like to reserve a table for your ministry, your church, your business, go right now to www.letstalkfaith.com. That's www.letstalkfaith.com. Give you an opportunity to uh, get your tickets, and that's so very important. We have learned from CNBC that Walt Disney World has decided to step up the battle against 
Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, as well as the Republicans in the state legislature, both in the Florida House and to the Florida Senate, described as taking this battle to the next level. Now, we've got an interesting setup here, and that is because if we look at the calendar, next week will begin the final two weeks of session. And in fact, after Tuesday, there'll be no more committee meetings, and everything will be happening on the floor of the U.S. House, excuse me, of the floor of the Florida House, comprised of 120 members. And the floor of the Florida Senate made up of 40 members. And that's where everything is going to be happening. So what we have learned that Disney has now called up all of their lobbyists. They have a very talented pool of very experienced lobbyists in Tallahassee who have a lot of very, very solid Connections with individual members of the House and Senate. I remind you that many of the people who serve in the legislature, many of them receive very substantial checks to their campaign or to their uh, PACs from Walt Disney World and their PACs. There is a lot of last-minute maneuvering issues in the filing of legislation that the governor has initiated with the members of the leadership team of the House and the Senate to very quickly pass legislation to box in Disney World's attempted under-the-table move to outsmart the governor and to retain ownership of the decision-making for the taxing districts on which the Disney World Complex sits upon. And so any bill that could hurt Disney that is in play, or any amendment, they are now pulling out all the stops. There'll be a lot of arm twisting. And what that means is, is that members of the legislature... Up to this point, by and large, the members of the Florida House and the Florida Senate have just about gone along lockstep with anything Governor DeSantis has wanted to to do that requires legislative action. Now, I can tell you, just as an observation, there has been a little bit of pressure behind the scenes, hasn't been... Uh, reported on widely, a little bit. But there has been a little bit of an increasing pressure, especially in the Florida Senate, that uh, some of the senators have been a little bit frustrated and, and have some opinions that could be a little bit different than the governor's on some of these key issues. I think that Disney is sensing that and sensing the timing. And because... Quite frankly, they have already ponied in. They've already anteed up with all these contributions. So there's going to be some key legislators who are going to be 
And usually the top lobbyists, let me just be, let me be clear. I, I have the cell phone numbers of many, many of the members of the legislature I work with. It's part of what uh, is just the process. So I can tell you that uh, a, a lot of what's happening is probably not going to be through the formal sending of an email or even sending of a text. All those are subject to the Sunshine Law. But I tell you what, members are going to be asked, who are you going to support? And what happens is, any member knows that if there's a number of key organizations and people that supported your last either election or re-election, if you alienate one or more of those people, they could very well not be happy with you. And they could very easily begin to look for another candidate uh, to run against in the next election. As a general sense, Republican or Democrat, that is never lost on anyone who's elected to office. Now, nobody is actually talking about this, this offensive publicly. And that's not, that's not surprising. But we're going to watch this because this could be a pretty significant distraction during the last two weeks of the session. And when I say a distraction, some of the, there's a lot of things that happen in the closing week or two. And this could be a serious distraction, not to mention this is all-out war between the governor's legislative staff that works with the legislature. They're going to be having conversations and taking notes and taking account of who's standing with the governor while the lobbyists for Disney will be doing the same. And so this is going to be potentially a very interesting situation that is unfolding even today. So we will see how this plays out. Now I want to tell you that uh, one influential member of the of the Florida Senate, Senator Blaze Ignolia, uh, who very much supports Governor DeSantis, at that Monday press conference, Blaze was there, and he publicly warned Disney not to fight back as he stood next to DeSantis. Ignolia said this, quote, I have a couple of words for Disney. You are not going to win this fight. This governor will. One word of advice for Disney going forward. Let it go. Just let it go. So you get an idea. It's intense. It's going to get more intense. So let me brief you on two of the bills very important to us, very important to you. One is the defamation bill that affects your talk show host right here, as well as Salem Radio, Salem Media Group in Florida. And the other has to do with this major immigration crackdown. Both of these bills are bills 
that originated with the governor's wishes. So let's talk about the defamation bill. This bill, if it were to pass, that's Senate Bill 1220, if it were to pass, if you notice the lawsuit against Fox by um, the uh, election machine uh, provider, but the Florida legislation is, is, is pretty bad. There was a Supreme Court case, Sullivan versus the New York Times, way back in 1964, that basically said that if you're in the media, and by the way, if you're a blogger, this pertains to you too, that uh, because of the news cycles and things that are happening, you, you know, you can't be sued for your reporting unless it's really grossly negligent, and that's what the Fox case is all about. But if this bill were to pass, I might not be with you on the air, certainly not giving you an update on the issues of the day. Salem would have to scale back greatly those activities. In fact, if Rush Limbaugh were alive, he wouldn't be able to broadcast the EIB network from Florida. Well, we've been ready to testify for three weeks, including this past Monday or Tuesday. And now we look at the committee where Senate Bill 1220 is supposed to be up, has been up for several weeks. It's not on the calendar for Monday. So maybe, just maybe, they are standing down on the defamation bill that you've probably heard might something to think about. However, not going to go into great detail, but it has seen approval in a committee meeting in the House and the Senate, which means legislation with this subject matter could be brought up anytime because the committee meetings end next Tuesday could be brought up on an amendment of a bill that is germane to this topic. So we're going to have to watch this all the way to the last minute before the legislature concludes, hopefully two weeks from next Friday. When I come back, let's talk about the immigration bill and its effect on churches and pregnancy care centers. 877-943-9673. This is the briefing by Bill Bunkley all across Central Florida on Salem Radio. Don't miss the next update coming up right after the break. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. 
insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. A grace-filled life. Remembering Dr. Charles Stanley. One of the things that I think is probably the most liberating truth that I've ever discovered, and that is, I cannot live the Christian life. It is Christ living it through me. It's the most liberating lesson I've ever learned in life. And the tragedy is this. Most believers will go to their grave in the bondage of trying to please God, trying to perform, trying to live up to, trying somehow to be good enough to get His acceptance when it is absolutely impossible. Remember what grace is all about. Grace is all about the fact that God loves us in spite of who we are. God has forgiven us when we don't deserve it. It is not living up to, performing, or trying to measure up to anything. One of the most liberating lessons is it is Christ in us. If you're a Christian... Live like you believe Christ is in you. Learn more at intouch.org. Hey, it's Tim Cooper with Health Plan Network. If you're under 65 and in decent health, I can save you 30 to 60% on your health insurance. Most people think that once they've chosen their Obamacare plan that they're stuck for the year. The fact is, is that you can change at any time to my Freedom of Choice plan and save big. Why pay for mandated coverage like maternity if you do not need it? My plan puts your coverage up front where you only meet a deductible if you go into the hospital. You pick your doctors. Couples under 65 are saving $500 to $1,000 a month with better coverage. If you pay for your own health insurance, you're uninsured, you're on COBRA, or your employer coverage is just too expensive, call me, Tim Cooper, at 813-212-2580. 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net where we can custom design a plan that's managed by you, not the government. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station.
Welcome back. 877-943-9673. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Briefing on the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, Three hours each afternoon right here on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. Hey, want to tell you, we've got a special interview coming up next hour when we are joined by our News Talk Answer Stations. James Rosen, the the Chief White House Correspondent for Newsmax and author of Scalia, Rise to Greatness, also was with Fox for many years, very notable uh, reporter, journalist. Anyway, James Rosen is going to be here, and we're going to talk about one of the most significant conservative jurors, I should say, on the Supreme Court before his untimely death. Um, And we're going to talk about um, his principles. I think the principles have been engulfed and studied by the current conservatives on the court. So we'll have James Rosen right here with us next hour. So let's talk about the... um, Immigration bill. There's an immigration bill right now. It's a crackdown on people who aid and abet anyone without a legal status here in here in Florida. And that would be illegal immigrants. How some refer to them. Some would be illegal um, legal immigrants and uh, illegal aliens. And so keep in mind that. It would crack down on employers. It would clamp down on people aiding and abetting them to be able to come and to be here in the state of Florida. And so it affects employers. It affects all sorts of things because, you know, a lot of folks that are undocumented, well, if you have a yard crew, they may be on your yard crew. They may be uh, tending to your hotel room. There's all sorts of uh Areas, especially in agriculture, big-time agriculture. But the problem is it's a bill that would have increased fines and potential criminal penalties. And right now, the second, as the language is, anybody that's doing anything as part of one of our churches could be slapped with a fine if they did something to do whatever it is, feed, take somebody to the doctor, et cetera, et cetera, as a part of the mission of their church or their 501c3 religious organization. They're not exempted at the moment. And by the way, if you are a volunteer in a pregnancy care center, that could very much hamper your ability to talk to every woman that comes through the front door looking for help. Now, let me just say this. There are amendments. I I can't go too far. Uh, There are amendments that are in the mix right now that would amend out 501c3 charities, would take care of our church, churches doing their work, disaster relief, whatever, would also take care of no liability for our pregnancy care centers, could talk to everybody without asking them for a green card or identification or all of that to make sure they're legal. So both these bills are going to be up Monday. In fact, I'll be going to Tallahassee Sunday night to be ready Monday morning to testify uh, vigorously if needed. Uh, But... uh, I'm not uh, suggesting that you make any calls right now. I may be asking you for a lot of help come next week, Monday and Tuesday, 
because the this bill is up uh, in the House Commerce Committee on Monday, and then Tuesday it is up in the Senate Rules Committee. Now, we understand there is some work being done on an amendment that could be agreeable to everybody to opt out our ministry work. We believe we are protected under the First Amendment to uh, do the Constitution. And so we will see. The idea is, is the crackdown on all of the illegal hiring. Also, the fact is there's some states that will give anybody a driver's license or an ID card. Then they bring that to Florida, and they attest that they are U.S. citizens when they're not. There's a lot in the bill where a lot of the more activist left-wing states on this issue have, uh, you know, been giving them social services out of the state, Medicare funds of their states, et cetera. So, and also E-Verify. They're wanting to really toughen E-Verify and penalties if, say, you had a yard maintenance company and you really didn't do due, due diligence on E-Verify. If they catch you with someone who's not here legal, those penalties would be much increased. So a lot to the bill. We'll see how it plays out tomorrow and through the weekend, um, but we're on it. Going to take a break right now. It's been my pleasure to be with you the first hour here on the briefing on the Bill Bunkley Show. But uh, other than that, don't go away. We're going to hear from James, James Rosen on Scalia. Rise to Greatness, 1936-1986. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Republican-led House has passed a bill that would bar federally supported schools and colleges from allowing transgender athletes whose biological sex assigned at birth was male from competing on girls' and women's sports teams. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy blasted Democrats for voting against the legislation. Unfortunately, today on the floor, not one Democrat could stand up for Title IX or stand up for women in sports. I believe that's wrong. The House action comes as at least 20 other states have imposed similar limits on trans athletes at the K-12 or collegiate level. The legislation unlikely to advance further because the Democratic-led Senate will likely not support it. And the White House says President Biden will veto it. 
Also at SRNews.com, the spring home buying season gets off to a slow start. Sales of existing homes in the U.S. fell almost 2.5% last month from February. The National Association of Realtors says sales were down 22% in March from a year earlier. The national median home price fell to $375,000 last month, down nearly 1% from last March, the biggest drop in 11 years. Economists say buyers are contending with high mortgage rates, currently averaging nearly 6.5% for a 30-year loan and a near-historic low inventory of properties on the market. Limiting options for would-be buyers. I'm Mike Hempen. And the number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits rose last week, but remains low by historic standards. U.S. jobless claims rose by 5,000 to 245,000, according to the Labor Department. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 176 points. The Nasdaq off 120. This is SRN News. Inflation is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I'm Corey, and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates, and it just wasn't getting any better. And I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity, and so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt. I'm saving thousands, and things are really looking up. I promise you guys. You will not regret it when you call Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life. And it was the best thing I could have done for myself because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. Trinity was great to work with. They wanted to help me. I love it. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. I'm Corey and I'm debt free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496. Arkansas has a new religious freedom law. Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders has signed the Conscience Protection Act, a measure she says will ensure state residents are free to live and work according to their faith without fear of unjust government punishment. Alliance Defending Freedom Legal Counsel Greg Chaplin is cheering, quote, the act strengthens Arkansans' religious freedom rights and bars discrimination against religious individuals and organizations. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The Prime Minister of Luxembourg has used the dais of the European Union's Parliament to promote the LGBT lifestyle. Javier Battelle, who is homosexual, also bashed Hungary for laws it has passed to prevent children from being exposed to LGBT material while they're in school. A 2021 Hungarian law prohibits sharing content on homosexuality or so-called gender transition on media targeting people under 18. This is SRN News. Joe Bunkley here with an update on our summer pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan with myself and Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold from June 24th to July 4th. I now have to alert you that we are getting very close to the deadline to reserve your space on our trip. We only have room for a handful more of travelers, so please don't delay. Call or email me now to reserve your spot. It's just $45.95 double occupancy with a $700 deposit needed to secure your spot for this once-in-a-lifetime trip to Israel and Jordan, final payment not due until May the 10th. Go to BillBunkley.com for details or call me at 813-264-2977. Our trip starts on June 24th and goes through July 4th of this summer. 
It's a bucket list trip you'll never forget. Again, go to BillBunkley.com or call me at 813-264-2977. That's 813-264-2977. Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley here with the afternoon briefing on the Bill Bunkley Show. We are glad to have you with us. We are midway of our briefing this afternoon. We'll take you up to the 6 o'clock hour here on Salem Radio as we're broadcasting all across Central Florida. We've got a real treat for you coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're going to have back with us James Rosen. He is the chief White House correspondent for Newsmax, also has a very long career with Fox News and others. Uh, He's written yet another book, Scalia, The Rise to Greatness. And I'm recommending this book. It's going to be uh, an interview we'll be conducting at the bottom of the hour with James. And so I wanted to uh, put that on your radar right away. Welcome to all of you that are here this afternoon, tuning in on our news talk stations in Sarasota, Bradenton, and Venice. And uh, we've got uh, some updates to do during this hour, in addition to uh, learning a little bit about uh, a book that I recommend so you can understand the the spirit of conservatism that has made its way through the years through the liberal law schools of the country, the prestigious liberal law schools. And I can tell you there's not a single member of the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court, as I would say also the Florida Supreme Court, of those that are arguably conservative-leaning justices that uh, Anton Scalia has not had a profound impact on their, their practicing, their philosophy, and their thoughts about constitutionality in our nation. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673 if you'd like to be a part of our program. Today we're going to begin talking about an issue here in Florida. And oh, by the way, I uh, gave a briefing on the war that's now going to be escalated in the last two weeks of the session between Disney World and Governor DeSantis, as well as Republicans in the House, Florida House and Florida Senate. There's a report in CNBC that Disney now is unleashing any and all lobbyists that they have at their disposal. Disposal. Uh, to begin working the members of the Florida, the Republican members of the Florida House and the Florida Senate 
to begin working them to drive a wedge between themselves and Governor DeSantis uh, over this feud of now fast-tracking some legislation in the last two weeks of this year's session that would have a punitive effect on Disney World in reaction to them uh, doing something underhanded and under the table uh, in terms of trying to preserve their sweetheart special low-tax, low-regulation environment they have enjoyed there in the Reedy Tax District. So if you'd like to catch that when the show is over, you can go to letstalkfaith.com, click on the Bill Bunkley Show, and as you go down, you'll see the podcast or the archives on my page. You can listen to the first hour and to get that briefing. But let's turn to um, another important subject especially when it comes to the right to life and it comes to executing a human life for a crime here in Florida or much less all around the nation. I've been telling you about the death penalty bill that right now before the bill was signed and before the effective date, there had to be a unanimous jury recommending the death penalty before somebody here in the state of Florida uh, would be sent to Rayford Penitentiary to live the rest of their lives on death row until they would be executed by the state. No longer will it be required to have a unanimous jury make a recommendation for the death penalty. The bill had already passed the Senate. It was in the House. The bill passed in the House by a vote of 80 to 30 back on the 13th of April. And uh, it's now been signed by the governor. And it's now Florida law, so I thought I would brief you on this. If you remember Parkland High School, Broward County, 17 people were killed. Everybody expected that young man to receive the death penalty, but he didn't. And I think it was just one. It could have been two. Uh, Let's just say that there was a juror that held out and didn't agree with the fellow jurors to recommend the death penalty. It was surprising, it was alarming, but now that individual is sentenced to life without parole. But I can tell you it's because of that juror Not wanting to put that person to death is the is the impetus for this legislation. Now, my observation is because of all the wokeness, all the Marxism, socialism that 
has been eating away at the foundation of our great country for quite some time. There appears, and let me just say, there appears to be situations where a jury might come together, but they may not be considering the facts of the case as it relates to the the statutes in the case that they have been deliberating. And for other reasons, they seem to be rendering some jury decisions that are not following the law and people are people who should be convicted are being let out on the streets. There's talk that right now that Donald Trump, no matter what the facts are in his case, if he has to go to trial in my Manhattan there in New York, he will be convicted, period. I think it's like 80% Democrats that are in Manhattan, and so as they would seat a jury pool, might not be too hard to find what lawyers would, you know, lawyers on the prosecution side would speculate, would vote to put Trump away no matter what the facts were. And so here we have, if there was ever a case that demanded the death penalty, that would have been the school where 17 kids were murdered right here in Florida a few years ago. Once a defendant in a capital case is found guilty by a unanimous jury, one juror should not be able to veto a capital sentence if someone was found guilty by a unanimous jur- uh, jury. And so, right now, as the governor has signed this bill, eight out of four people, after a defendant has been found guilty, capital cases, let's just, just say murder, make it real easy. If there was unanimous case that, yes, you are guilty, you did this crime, there was no question that the young lad down in Broward County came into that school, killed 17 people. There is no There was no daylight to the fact that this kid was not guilty. Now, in the second phase of a trial, which is the sentencing phase, now a jury recommendation of at least eight out of four. Now, there's 12 people on a jury of this nature in Florida. That's the the statute. Now, if eight people in that case, which they would have, this young lad would be at Rayford on death row waiting for what ends up being years before someone's executed as opposed to now just being in in state prison life without parole. So it's eight to four when this bill becomes effect as to someone that can be can be put to death. 
Now remember, now the, let me remind myself, just, just looking at my notes. You probably know I'm talking about Nicholas Cruz. I'm talking about the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School where 17 people were killed. The jury was divided nine to three. So it wasn't just one. There were two other members that would not go along with the death penalty. Well, folks, there's no doubt that this was a massacre. I mean, there's no doubt that this was a severely evil act. Imagine the 17 families. 17 families, their lives were changed forever. Their children had nothing to do with Nicholas's rage or encounters. Now, I want to just give you the other side of the bill. And that is, if you, quite quite frankly, if you are a Florida Catholic, if you're a Catholic, Florida Catholic, and uh, very committed to the right to life and pro-life, understand that uh, Florida Catholics are always opposed to any death penalty. So I'm very sensitive to, I've got some great colleagues and friends, especially with Florida Catholic Commerce that I work with. And um, they have a a different worldview on this topic. So they would oppose this. They did oppose this. And they would oppose, they do oppose every execution. But anyway, it's uh, it's a new set of criteria here in Florida. And we wanted you to be aware of it. What do you think? Was this the right move? 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Radio, Central Florida. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Hello, this is Dr. Michael Lang, host of popular talk show, Ask the Doctor. I have developed a new generation sports nutrition supplement called Fortify Fit. Fortify Fit brings the latest in sports nutrition to support muscle synthesis, strength, and endurance. Young or old, this may help with your energy during your workout and recovery after your workout. This is both a pre- and post-workout supplement all in one. I'm offering a BOGO. Buy one, get one free on the strawberry watermelon cream at fortify.com. Or go to the Fortify Nutrition Center in Clearwater on McMullen Booth Road. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show. In the middle of a divorce, it's ugly. Caught somebody in my wife's walk-in closet at 5 in the morning. And we've only been married three years. The house ain't mine, it's hers. 
I put in, put in, put in, put in, and she just kept fixing, fixing, fixing things in the house. The person that fixed everything in the house just happened to be the guy that I saw in the closet. I'll be happy to put you in touch with a great family law attorney. Listen to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. Welcome back. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Uh, we are in the midst of uh, a lot of things are going to be happening here in the next few days, uh, reference to uh, the Florida legislature. So we will be, um, we'll be plugged in on that. Phone lines, again, are open at 877-943-9673. Interesting, uh, uh, something that's just uh, come up. Let me just uh, check this out here. There is an article at Forbes. Dan Bongino, who has been a commentator there at Fox News. It looks like that Fox News and Dan Bongino have parted ways. According to Forbes magazine, Fox News has ended its relationship with Dan, who hosted the Saturday night show of Unfiltered with Dan Bongino. Folks, regretfully, last week was my last show on Fox News and on the Fox News channel, Bongino said on his podcast today. It's tough. It's tough to say that. You know, I've been there doing hits and working there for 10 years. Uh, So the show ending was tough. And I want you to know it's not some big conspiracy, I promise you. There's no acrimony. There wasn't some uh, WWE brawl that happened. We just couldn't come to terms on an extension. And um, so that's going to be some news. A lot of you will have been tuning into that uh, on the weekend. And again... um, he said it was a sad day. I'm just scanning the story for you right here because this is uh, interested, interesting. So apparently they couldn't come to a contractual agreement. There wasn't any big fight, any big dust up. Uh, but uh, for the first quarter of 2023, unfiltered on that on Saturdays was the top show in prime time on Saturdays with 1.3 million viewers. And 134,000 viewers and key demographic viewers of 25 to 54. And so uh, now, you know, there was a big fine that they got hit with, them being Fox. So 
I wonder if this is just part of uh, having to um, kind of trim the uh, the payroll or or the budget. Let's go eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Let's go to Jeannie in St. Pete. Jeannie, welcome to Bill Bunkley Show. Good afternoon, Mr. Bunkley. Uh, I am, I always listen to your show whenever I can, and I would like to parallel. Uh, your comments and the others' views of this death penalty thing was something that I think is being very, very fairly done. Uh, it's not about murder, but perhaps you or the audience may be aware of the uh, victims of the Boy Scout abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with that, sir? Well, I was on the board for the National Boy Scouts of America for years. Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. I've been doing international trips for them all the way up until they announced the change in their moral direction. So a lot of the revelations we certainly knew, unfortunately, there were, uh, as a volunteer, national volunteer, I was aware of it. But all the revelations and the huge volume was not something that uh, – really became aware until after my departure, but it's a long answer to your question to say, yes, I am. Thank you for your insight. That makes it a little easier. Bottom line, I'll try to be as brief as possible. This, uh, this uh, legal action is international. It is not just local. They picked 14 top-notch firms to handle the victims' uh, complaints or their claims, mm-hmm. and uh, it took some time to deliberate whether the claims would be paid or not. And just recently, the federal court ruled that the claims would be paid. And the point that I'm trying to make is that it was a very fairly done thing. There were some plates excuse me, some complaints that were authentic, some that weren't. And, of course, they selected the best of what they thought actually did occur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The people were that were involved with the claims were allowed to vote. And the court said that they had to have at least 75% to be able to move forward with the claims mm-hmm. for the court to process it. The, uh, the, they had an opportunity to either accept, I believe it was $3,800 and just take the money and, and go or to move on. They allowed 73.5% uh, people voted to move on with this thing. And it, it took some, uh, some time. But the court ruled that they would accept the 75%. They moved on. The judge ruled in the victim's favor. This was just recently, within last year. And then uh, they they uh, are discerning, you know, who gets what. And that would take some time. The, so the max is 3800 per person? Uh, no, 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 sir. Uh, so that uh, I made myself clear that if the people that issued a claim could either accept the $3,800 mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or move on right. with the claim. Some people oh, so do. move on. They I thought you. I'm sorry. I thought you said move on to accept the 3800. That's where I had a disconnect. Oh, oh, oh no, they had a choice. Okay. And this was a very, very fair thing from what I can observe. Uh, they could accept 3800s and just leave and take their 3800 dollars and forget the whole thing, but they got 3800 dollars. Well, as the process moved on, they raised what the people had to vote. And they had all sorts of people raising money. We got a hard break. Can they you raised, can you can, can you wrap it up? Fifteen seconds. The computer's going to cut us off yes, real quick. They raised two and a half, uh, two point four six billion dollars. Amen. For the claimants, and they're in Good. the process of dispersing that. My point is that we, we got to go. We got to go. We got to. I'm sorry. I got to cut you off. Okay. Very okay. very glad to hear that. Every penny is worth it. Coming up next, James Rosen. Got to take a break. Be right back. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Coast Guard says Mexico's Navy has suspended a search for three Americans. They went missing along with their sailboat off Mexico's northern Pacific coast. The three Americans were aboard a 44-foot sailing vessel, the Ocean Bound, when they were last heard from on April 4th. Michelin recalling more than 500,000 snow tires in the U.S. because they don't have enough traction to work in all snowy conditions. The tires don't meet U.S. safety standards. The Missouri Supreme Court set an execution date for a man who assaulted and killed a six-year-old St. Louis County girl in 2002, Jimmy Johnson, scheduled to be put to death August 1st. Stocks finished lower. The Dow was down 110 points. The Nasdaq lost 97, and the S&P 500 dropped 24. This is SRN News. Inflation. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Have we grown too cynical and self-serving to keep national security information a secret any longer? The case of Jack the Dripper, the Massachusetts Air National Guard enlistee who transmitted highly classified material through his gaming platform, is only the latest in self-absorbed leakers and classified material mishandlers. Jack Texera didn't exploit his access to the nation's secrets to act as a whistleblower or even for ideological purposes. Texera allegedly used the material simply to bolster his standing in a cult of personality. The recent rash of personally motivated leaks for social media credibility raises significant questions about whether we have lost our ability to put national security ahead of personal gain. That starts at the top, however. The recent exposures of national leaders retaining classified material for their own commercial and or political use is similarly damning. We get the behavior we incentivize. If we reward narcissism in both public and private arenas, we ought to expect the undermining of integrity and commitment to the ideals that allow a self-governing republic to function.
This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Battling for years and years stuck in the endless cycle of minimum payments could take decades. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Heart of Messiah. When you are discouraged, it is hard for you to do a lot of things. But writing down your feelings and writing down your prayer requests usually is relatively easy. And as I said, God's going to take you out from this situation and he's going to encourage you. Heart of Messiah with Rabbi Stephen Weiler. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. Well, we've got an interesting situation. We are standing by for James Rosen, who um, spent five years doing an incredible amount of research on the life of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Uh, We are excited and proud because Regnery, our publishing arm, one of our publishing arms with Salem Media Group, our sister organization, along with Salem Books, which is our faith-based publishing uh, entity, um, is scheduled to be with us to talk about this book this afternoon, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 and 1986, especially was wanting to talk about Justice Scalia's early life, early life, you know, from law school coming up, uh, he was very much a practicing and devoted Catholic pro-life views that certainly uh, influenced his uh, worldview. But uh, we are standing by, and uh, if we can connect with James, we'll, uh, we will deliver on our promise to have a discussion about uh, his book this afternoon. Well, let me shift. Let's see here. Well, let's talk about something interesting. Um, UFOs. How about that? That had to get your attention. Let's let's have a little discussion about UFOs. Now, UFOs have been a part of the world culture probably since God created the world. And that is seeing some things in our skies that could be this, could be that, but, you know, they're UFOs. 
And now we find out that as the government always denied UFOs, then we understood there was a recent study about UFOs. And I, with the technology in, in play today, one of the first things that goes into a UFO sighting is like the, like the big balloon, the big fat balloon. That supersonic traveling balloon, I'm being very sarcastic. That they, you know, they didn't see. <laughs> so that gives you pause. Then when he did see it, oh, well, we're not that concerned. Now we find out, once again, the pacifist president that we have, that balloon should have been shot down before it ever got over one piece of American real estate because, in fact, it was a spy balloon. And they got all sorts of information about our military infrastructure, especially our missile silos, uh, also some of our more strategic, uh, well, bomber bases, et cetera, et cetera, being able to see just uh, what type of activities are going on, et cetera, et cetera. So I say that to say there is a, a situation going on that in that in some of the conflict zones there are some UFOs that are being seen for the first time. Now let's 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 just let's just dig down because it's kind of interesting here because the Pentagon has released a UFO video flying over what they described as an active conflict zone in the Middle East. Now, this was last year. And the, the, uh, the thrust of our brief on this this afternoon is, if you can imagine, if something comes into Israeli airspace, Hamas airspace, Hezbollah airspace, Iranian airspace, Syrian airspace. If there's something that is flying in one of those zones and it is not something that has been developed or deployed by any of the combatants or those involved with those conflicts, somebody could misidentify that UFO. And so um, we'll have to get back to that. But this is very interesting because um, either side could see something that might not be identifiable, and it could trigger a reaction of an offensive action, which then would trigger a defensive action, and then could escalate a conflict. And once it's all over and sort of calmed down, it's determined that Neither side was responsible for whatever, in this case, this metallic-looking orb that was flying right in the middle of that, of that zone. Let's leave it there because um, we've connected with uh, James Rosen. And so um, if you're just joining us, uh, what a remarkable book. It is uh, published by Regnery, our flagship conservative uh, printing arm of Salem Media Group, our sister organization. And the book is Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936-1986. James Rosen, five years with just incredible research on that. 
So let's get to James. James Rosen, good to have you on the Bill Bunkley Show. Bill, great to be with you. I'm sorry for running late. My The last interview, which just uh, ended, ran a little long. Well, you know what? Your book is so comprehensive, I certainly can understand why your interviews run long. Uh, <laughs> it's a... It's a great read, but let's go ahead and just open up the discussion. You know, a lot of us know some of the more contemporary history about the the justice, about his hunting trips, how he passed away on a hunting trip, and of course, uh, you know his his very stellar conservative opinions. But these were formed a long time ago, and you've done some really deep research from probably from the time he was conceived, moving up. <laughs> and about his Catholic background. So tell us a little bit, what was the motivation, and then begin to tell us about this man as he was developed before he became the justice that we all know. Well, Bill, thanks again for having me. Uh, The book is called Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 to 1986. It just came out. It tells the story of the first 50 years of Antonin Scalia's life. It ends with him taking his seat on the Supreme Court. And so I hope in about two years' time to be back with you, if not before then, Uh, to discuss what will be Volume 2, which will cover Justice Scalia's tenure on the Supreme Court. Uh, This is about how he got to the Supreme Court, how he rose to the pinnacle of his profession. I'm pleased to tell you that I was privileged to to know Justice Scalia a little bit. One of the first things I did when I first came to Washington as a young Washington correspondent at the time for Fox News, of course now I'm the chief White House correspondent for Newsmax, Uh, but way back in 1999 when I first came to the Capitol, one of the first things I did was to uh, write a letter to Justice Scalia seeking an interview. This commenced between us um, an unusual and frequently amusing correspondence that spanned about two years' time, and it led to a pair of lunches that we had, each time just one-on-one, me and Justice Scalia, at his favorite place, uh, now long gone, uh, which was a modest Italian restaurant called the AV Ristorante Italiano, which was located in a fairly sketchy part of Washington at that point, anyway. And uh, he'd been going. But the food was good, right? The food was excellent. Um, Although I tried to order veal parmesan, and the justice overruled that and ordered that the waiter bring me rabbit instead. Bill, I'm not kidding. And uh, I had never had rabbit. I did not want to have rabbit, and I haven't had rabbit since. And it is remarkable that here you had the the country's foremost opponent of judicial activism overruling my lunch order it hasn't happened to me since um but um, the italian the italian supreme court justice overruling yeah. your wish for rabbit <laughs> that, we, that can't be that can't be oh, that left upon us not i looked at <laughs> uh we we drank wine together on these occasions he made mm-hmm. me eat off of his plate i was like mr justice like please come on come on so now i'm shoveling vegetables off of justice scalia's plate into my mouth he drove me back to my office both times in his car which was a slightly unnerving experience. So he was very generous to a young reporter a long time ago, and I resolved that someday I would write about him. The uh, substantive discussions that we had at those lunches will remain off the record, but I do hope in the second volume, when I appear on the scene uh, as a character, to, um, to quote from our, our amusing correspondence together. What I found, Bill, is that the, there were two books, two biographies of Antonin Scalia already out there. Both of them were published when he was still alive. One of them he cooperated with extensively, the other not at all. And both of these books turned out pretty much in the same way, which is to say open in their hostility to Justice Scalia and his jurisprudence and his conduct and his legacy. So I like to say that this book, Scalia Rise to Greatness, uh, is the first comprehensive treatment of Antonin Scalia's life. 
It makes use of a vast array of documentary and personal sources that were either overlooked by or unavailable to the, the previous hostile authors, from a secret oral history of his own life that Scalia conducted in chambers in the Supreme Court in 1992, first unsealed in 2018, to his FBI files, uh, which were declassified in, uh, after his death in 2016, uh, to his papers from his time in the Nixon and Ford administration, which had mm. not been examined in great detail, uh, to his correspondence with Ruth Bader Ginsburg when they were judges on the Court of Appeals together, which had never been published before. And I like to say that this book, Scalia Rise to Greatness, is the first accurate biography of Antonin Scalia for the simple reason that it is the first admiring biography of the man. Mm. You know, quite a battle's going on today in terms of parental rights in America, and um, Justice Scalia was raised as a Jesuit and had a Jesuit education. And we've got a mixed audience this afternoon. I'm on both our conservative platform and our faith-based platform. Tell us what you were able to uncover of all the, the tenets that he learned as a, as a Jesuit student. Uh, what were some of those that played a significant role in his worldview later in life? So once again, the subject of Scalia's Catholic faith, uh, which is central to his story, had never really been uh, examined with the requisite depth and scope that it warranted until this book. Um, and I'm pleased to say that a number of faith-based, faith-based outlets have reviewed the book and expressed admiration for what a central role Scalia's faith is accorded in this biography. And they've said that it's extraordinary to see in a, a modern biography of an American uh, public figure. And that struck me as extraordinary, that anyone should find that extraordinary, but apparently it is so. Um, Scalia was the son of an Italian immigrant. Um, his father came to this country from Sicily in, um, in 1920 with $400 in his pocket and not speaking a word of English, and he made himself into a renowned professor of Romance languages. Scalia's mother was the daughter of Italian immigrants, and she became a schoolteacher, and they were devout Catholics. And from those three influences, his mother who venerated form and composition, made sure young Nino Scalia, associated with the right crowd, hosted the Cub Scout meetings in her own home. Mm-hmm. From his father, uh, who was a stern now, One man, minute, one minute for the break. Go ahead, Jane. Uh, and from his father, who warned of the perils of sacred texts being uh, distorted by dishonest translators. Mm-hmm. And from the sacred foundational texts of the Catholic Church, Scalia emerged with a reverence for the original meaning of sacred texts. And he carried that forward into his work as a judge and a justice. He was careful not to graft his Catholicism onto his judicial opinions. He used to like to say, there's no such thing as a Catholic hamburger. The closest we would come is a hamburger that is made perfectly. <laughs> we got to take a break. Uh, uh, he's going to be staying with us. Um, James Rosen, uh, now with the Newsback, Newsmax, Chief White House consultant. Um, cons- I'll leave it there. He's written a brand new book, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936-1986. Regnery Books. Got to get a copy, but uh, don't miss the next section. I got a very important question for James Rosen. You'll want to hear it. 
Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hey, it's Tim Cooper with Health Plan Network. I've been helping people and small businesses save money with great coverage for over 26 years. If you're under 65 and in decent health, my Freedom of Choice plan can save you 30 to 60% on your monthly premiums. My plan is available all year round with no enrollment dates so you can change at any time. The monthly premiums are not tied to your income, so there's no surprises at tax time. Couples under 65 are saving $500 to $1,000 a month with better coverage. You can pick your doctors, and you only meet a deductible if you go into the hospital. You owe it to yourself to call me, Tim Cooper, today at 813-212-2580, 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net, and we can custom design a plan that's managed by you, not the government. A grace-filled life, remembering Dr. Charles Stanley. One of the things that I think is probably the most liberating truth that I've ever discovered, and that is, I cannot live the Christian life. It is Christ living it through me. It's the most liberating lesson I've ever learned in life. And the tragedy is this. Most believers will go to their grave in the bondage of trying to please God, trying to perform, trying to live up to, trying somehow to be good enough to get His acceptance when it is absolutely impossible. Remember what grace is all about. Grace is all about the fact that God loves us in spite of who we are. God has forgiven us when we don't deserve it. It is not living up to, performing, or trying to measure up to anything. One of the most liberating lessons is it is Christ in us. If you're a Christian, live like you believe Christ is in you. Learn more at intouch.org. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ. Not, tr- not Christ in religion, not Christ in church, not Christ in, in good deeds, but Christ in his atoning death alone. Nothing else in the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 here on Faith Talk Tampa. 
Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio. We've got you covered all across Central Florida from the Gulf of Mexico to the Atlantic Ocean, all up and down the important I-4 corridor, all the way up through the villages of Ocala and Gainesville and south of Fort Myers and Cape Coral. If it's a Christian worldview, if it's conservatism, you'll hear it right here on Salem Radio. Well, I want to remind those of you listening on our news talk stations, uh, coming up top of the hour, you will be back with James Seculo, and he'll have his uh, briefing uh, coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. I got a special treat because you want to keep it right here because James Rosen is going to be with me through the top of the hour break. And uh, next hour, we're going to ask him a question about, well, there was a Catholic priest. Seems to be a story in there somewhere, and James Rosen is... Spent five years researching the early life of Justice uh, Anton Scalia in his book, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 and 1986, of which I'm highly recommending this afternoon. And I also find out that, uh, well, Justice Scalia may have had a certain skill or lack of skills when it came to driving a car. We'll find out about what that's all about as well. So I want to bring James Rosen back in. So... It's interesting because as an evangelical Christian, and I believe in the errancy of the scriptures of the both Old and New Testament, and as you talked about the fact that uh, he was very much plugged into, uh, in his worldview, to the text of uh, the, the Catholic um, religious order, et cetera, et cetera, which, which then followed on to him being a textualist of what the original writings were by the founding fathers. Talk about how that connection came to be early in his life. Well, again, Scalia's parents were um, devout Catholics, and uh, Scalia remained one for the rest of his life. He married a devout Catholic in Maureen Scalia, who's a, a critical figure in this story. Uh, Antonin Scalia was a, a fan of the High Latin Mass. Um, even when the Scalias had uh, several of their ultimately nine children, uh, Scalia would think nothing of dragging them all in a VW bus that he had, uh, which he told me uh, he beat the hippies to that by many years, um, uh, to an extra hour or so just so they could attend a church where there would be the High Latin Mass. He was a critic of Vatican II reforms. Um, but again, Scalia was careful never to uh, graft his Catholicism uh, into his judicial opinions. And in fact, when a dear friend of his uh, accused Justice Scalia of doing that in an op-ed that was published early in the 21st century. It led to a rift between them that, that endured for five years before the two men reconciled. Um, but uh, Scalia uh, received this grounding uh, from his parents, who were devout Catholics. Uh, and uh, again, I like to say that Scalia's Catholicism, his faith, was the rocket fuel for his rise to greatness. When we look at the idea of, of him being known for being a very important advocate for originalism, textualism, of which I believe many of the justices on the conservative side of the court right now certainly were uh, inspired to understand the interpretation of the Constitution from that point speak to that, because I think that that is just uh, one of the big pillars in his legacy. Yes. So, 
Again, this book, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, chronicles the first 50 years of Antonin Scalia's life. It ends with him taking his seat on the Supreme Court. The second volume will treat his tenure on the Supreme Court. But already as a judge on the Court of Appeals for the four years preceding his appointment to the Supreme Court in 1986, Scalia had already begun, and also as an academic, uh, even before that, uh, he had begun to articulate a philosophy of how judges should perform their central business, which is uh, interpreting the meaning of the Constitution or a given statute. When Scalia came along as a federal judge in 1982, there prevailed in the law a liberal notion called the living Constitution. This is the idea that the meaning of the Constitution should expand uh, over time to take account of modern phenomena that the Founding Fathers never could have envisioned, such as nuclear weapons or the Internet. Uh, and in order to breathe this expanded meaning into the text of the Constitution or a given statute, liberal judges would bypass the actual text, and they would look to what they called legislative intent. What was said in all of those House and Senate floor debates? What was printed in all of those committee reports that would be generated as a given measure snaked its way through the process? Scalia stood athwart all of that. His idea was that when judges are interpreting the meaning of the Constitution or a given statute enacted since then, they should adhere to the original meaning, the meaning that the, the law was widely understood to have when it was enacted. And to expand the meaning of a given law beyond what it meant when it was enacted is really to graft the judge's own policy preferences onto the mm -hmm. law. It is, in essence, my words, not Scalia's, to travel back in time and rob a generation of its democratic self-governance. What if you admired, let's say, the, the measure that President Biden signed into law last year conferring legal protection on same-sex marriages? How would you feel if 10 or 20 or 50 or 200 years from now, a judge or a justice came along and said, well, that actually should mean this. It should ex that The meaning of that should expand or contract to take account of modern phenomena as the judge sees fit. Scalia's idea was that when interpreting... James, James, if you could hold that thought, i got about 20 seconds. We're going to pick that right. up about um, originalism and changing intent many years down the road. That would be our first topic. Uh, James Rosen is going to stay with us uh, past the uh, top of the hour break. Pick up your copy of Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 and 1986. James Rosen is the author. And we'll be right back with more of our interview with him. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof, set healthy rhythms between work and home, and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this. You can expect challenges along the way. You've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let'sTalkFaith.com.
WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting severe weather is in the forecast today from Texas to Wisconsin, where communities in central Oklahoma start to assess the damage from tornadoes that killed at least two people. Correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. The hardest hit area where death occurred was the small town of Cole, where homes and buildings were smashed by the storm's devastating winds. Deputy Scott Gibbons on KOCO-TV says searching for survivors is hampered by storm debris. Based on the damage reports that we received thus far, it is possible that uh, more injuries and fatalities may come. In Shawnee, the winds damaged an assisted living facility where residents had to wait outside for buses to bring them to other shelter. The windows are blown out and uh, there's water in the building. Facility director Shelley Stewart. I'm Jackie Quinn. There are media reports that the investigation into presidential son Hunter Biden is being mishandled. Here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The Wall Street Journal was the first to report the concerns of an IRS supervisor who is seeking whistleblower protection. Other news organizations also are reporting on a letter sent to Congress that says the IRS official has details that show preferential treatment and politics improperly infecting decisions. The letter does not name Hunter Biden specifically, but lawmakers have been made aware he is the high-profile, controversial subject that the letter is referring to. Greg Clugston. Washington. SpaceX's giant new rocket exploded minutes after blasting off on its first test flight and crashed into the Gulf of Mexico. Elon Musk's company was aiming Thursday to send Starship on a round-the-world trip from the southern tip of near the Mexican border. The biggest and most powerful rocket ever built carried no people or satellites. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 110 points. This is SRN News. The following retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. A battle's brewing at ESPN over transgenderism. The giant sports network has broadly embraced the LGBT agenda, marking Women's History Month by honoring collegiate swimmer Leah Thomas, a man who is living as a woman. But there's a rebellion within the ranks. Sunday NFL Countdown host Samantha Ponder has taken to social media to oppose the practice of letting men compete against women. Another ESPN employee, Sage Steele, has also spoken out against transgenderism in sports. Michael Harrington, SRN News. It was overshadowed by commemorations of the 2013 bombing, but this week's Boston Marathon featured a non-binary category. The Chicago Marathon added a non-binary division last year. So has the London Marathon, which will take place this Sunday. 
Officials see this as a way to pacify transgender activists who want sports organizations to allow biological men to compete against women. This is SRN News. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Heart of Messiah. When you are discouraged, it is hard for you to do a lot of things. But writing down your feelings and writing down your prayer requests usually is relatively easy. And as I said, God's going to take you out from this situation and he's going to encourage you. Heart of Messiah with Rabbi Stephen Weiler. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk Tampa. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And welcome back, Bill Bunkley, your host here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Salem Radio is broadcasting all across uh, Central Florida this afternoon. A beautiful day outside once again. If you've uh, been uh, tuning in for the, the last couple of segments, you know that we have been talking with James Rosen, the author of a brand new book by our pub, one of our publishing arms, Regnery, under the Salem Media Group banner, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 to 1986. This is uh, a volume that uh, concerns itself with the early life of uh, the former and the late Justice Scalia. And James Rosen is uh, working on another a volume uh, about more of his Supreme Court uh, life. And let me just be very clear, because I had a, a little brain interruption. Uh, James is the chief White House correspondent for Newsmax. Also, probably saw him so many years on Fox. And uh, uh, James Rosen, thanks for hanging with us a little bit past the, the break here for a few more minutes. I know you got another interview coming up in, uh, in just a, a moment or two. You were finishing up your comments about, I'd asked a question about uh, how he began his worldview about originalism and important that the text as it was written at the time, what the environment was, what did it mean when the founding fathers wrote something way back when. You were given the example of of a modern day president uh, coming up with, uh, uh, you know, say executive order and then. 30 years later, somebody reinterpreting that order who had no idea what today's president meant it to be. So pick it up there. 
Yeah, not just an order, but uh, but an actual law signed yeah, by the president. I, yeah, yes. But um, we were talking about uh, the the efforts of Justice Scalia to combat the prevalent notion that that held sway when he became a judge that the Constitution is a living document. The idea that its meaning should be expanded by as the times seem to require by by judges and justices. And Scalia's view was that when judges and justices are engaged in their central business which is to interpret the meaning of the Constitution or a given statute, that they should adhere to the original meaning, uh, the meaning that the provision or the statute was widely understood to have at the time of its enactment, and not to graft onto it like a Christmas tree, whatever a, a judge or a justice thinks uh, that law should have meant uh, or should mean given today's new phenomena. Scalia's idea was that if you want to account for new phenomena, then you have a Congress uh, or a legislature to pass new laws to account for that phenomenon. But you shouldn't go around expanding the meaning of the First Amendment or any part of the Constitution or any statute. This was revolutionary, the idea that you should adhere to the original meaning. Uh, and how best to discern the original meaning? Through the text, not through looking at what legislators, quote-unquote, intended. Uh, Scalia would say their intent was the law that they passed and that a president signed. Um, and uh, so successful in this revolution, if you will, uh, in how lawyers argue the law, how judges and justices decide the law, even how lawmakers craft laws, was Scalia, that by the time he died, no less a figure than Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan, an appointee of Barack Obama, had proclaimed that in effect, as a result of this revolution, quote, we are all originalists now. And this touches every area of American life, even today. Mm. So let's talk a, a little bit about there was a particular encounter because we're back to exclusively with our faith-based platform audience here. Um, you write of a particular uh, encounter with a Catholic priest that uh, apparently was a pivotal event. Could you walk us through that? Sure. So uh, Scalia went to a very unusual high school. It was called Xavier High School. It's still uh, on 16th Street in Manhattan. He commuted from Queens with his friend Bob Connor, who also lived in Queens. The two of them played hoops together. They played in the marching band together. Scalia set Bob Connor up on a date. They took girls to dances together. Um, by the time that they were in their early 20s, um, Bob Connor had decided that he was going to drop out of medical school and go study Opus Dei in Rome. And Mrs. Connor, his mother, was distraught, and she summoned to try and talk sense into her son, young Nino Scalia, uh, who was at that point a second-year student at Harvard Law School and about 23 years old. We're talking about the summer of 1959. This story has never appeared anywhere before until now in this book, Scalia Rise to Greatness. Um, and Father Connor was ordained as a priest in Opus Dei in 1964. But we're going back in time to 1959, and Mrs. Connor called up Nino Scalia and asked him to come to the Connor family home in Queens and please talk sense into her son and tell him to go back to medical school. Uh, and <clears throat> I asked Father Connor, who I interviewed in 2020, have you ever been interviewed by anyone else about your friendship with Antonin Scalia? No. Uh, what about the FBI, who did four background checks on Scalia as he rose through the executive and judicial branches? No. Uh, so this story has never appeared before, but when Scalia walked into uh, Bob Connor's brother's room on the second story of the Connor family home on the south side of Downey Road in Jamaica, Queens, on that day in June or July of 1959, he said to his friend, what are you doing? 
And Bob Connor said, I'm going to drop out of med school and I'm going to go to Rome to study Opus Dei. And I asked, did he, did Scalia, as devout a Catholic as he was, seem to know what Opus Dei was? And Father Connor told me, I explained it to him, that we in Opus Dei find the sanctity in everyday things, everyday life. Mm-hmm. Scalia nodded and said, sounds good to me. And then again, this has never been told before, Connor said to Scalia, what are you doing? And Scalia said, I'm going to the Supreme Court. And Connor said, how are you going to do that? And Father Connor told me, James, he had a job already lined up with some law firm in Ohio. I said, yes, Jones Day in Cleveland, where Scalia, in fact, practiced law for six years, the first six years of his professional life. He said, that was it, Jones Day. He said, they have a Washington office. I will be sent to Washington, and I will rise. I said, um, did, was, did that sound fanciful or comical? That he, was, he said, no, 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 Nino was driven. I said, did it sound like it was a divine calling for him? He said, I bet. And the way Father Connor described it to me, and Father Connor is still with us, he's still sharp, still active, still preaching and blogging about Opus Dei. He said it was a convergence of two transcendent moments where two friends were at the outset of their lives, planning their life courses, and one says, where are you going? He says, I'm going to God. And the other says, where are you going? He says, I'm going to the Supreme Court. And it answers the one enduring mystery of Antonin Scalia's life, which was how early on in his life the ambition to serve on the Supreme Court first began to burn within Mm -hmm. him. And Scalia's uh, strongest defenders, his family, his clerks, uh, some in academia, have always been leery of attributing that ambition to him too early in life because they feel that it, it contributes to a false careerist narrative of his life that the previous hostile biographers have promulgated. But the fact is there are certain people who are blessed uh, to know where they want to go in life. And Charles Schulz, the creator of Peanuts, always said that he knew he wanted to be a cartoonist from the age of five onward. Scalia was one of those people, and all Americans who value a nation of laws and who benefit from the towering legacy that we just described are better off that Scalia did so. Hmm. Absolutely uh, fascinating. Well, you're not going to get to hear the story about uh, the justices driving because uh, we got to um, uh, get James Rosen on to his next interview. Folks, you know Regnery, you know that I'm a history guy, you know how much I'm recommending this book this afternoon. Get your copy of Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936-1986. My guest, James Rosen, is the author. Absolutely impeccable five years worth of research. This is a must-read volume. James Rosen, thank you so much. I want to get you back to uh, your next interview. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Bill, it was a blessing to be with you. Thank you. We'll see you along the road. Thank you, my friend. All right, again, we're talking about Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 and 1986. Uh, just proud of Regnery Publishing that has come on the scene to be a premier uh, publisher of uh, everything conservative and especially the division of Regnery history. So this will give you an idea of the foundation of the worldview, family, faith, friends, education, you name it. All of those things come together in the shaping of a young person. And that's why we're fighting today, as I know Justice Scalia would as well, uh, would really say, no, parents have the right and the say to raise their children. And we can see the product of a, of a child that was well-raised. Amen. And and I know there's a lot of broken families. I know there's a lot of families that the the Scalia experience in early life uh, would be a real long shot. I get that. 
But it doesn't mean that we dumb down the standards or it doesn't mean we cut off parenthood just because there are some challenges somewhere in so many of the families in America. So, uh, again, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, James Rosen, uh, really recommend that uh, you get a copy of that uh, for uh, yourself uh, and uh, for uh, your library. So I want to remind you that we also have uh, opportunity for you to take part in our National Day of Prayer Brunch. That's coming up on Thursday, May the 4th at the Armature Works here in Tampa. We'll get things kicked off at 11 a.m. We'll have you out of there by 1 p.m., but we've got quite a program lined up in between those two times. I'm going to be emceeing, and uh, we're going to have the opportunity to have keynote speaker, Lieutenant General William G. Boykin, Executive Vice President of the Family Research Council. We're also going to be celebrating 30 years. It's the 30th anniversary of the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch. We'll be praying for education, media, government, business, military, family, and the church. And uh, also a shout-out, once again, Word of Life, who uh, is our primary sponsor of this event, along with uh, those of us here at Faith Talk. We've we've got... Uh, We've got availability for a table or tickets. And so go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. There you can uh, order a table. You can get your tickets. And I want to tell you that uh, for a couple of years we could not meet. But nonetheless, uh, all that COVID stuff that was going on. But I want to tell you I've always come away blessed from uh, all of these opportunities. And so... I want to make sure that you know that right now you can score uh, your tickets for that and to be a part of something that's really neat. So, again, uh, the Armature Works is on Ola Avenue. It's uh, just off of 275 in downtown Tampa. And it'll be easy to get to from all around Tampa Bay, West Central Florida. Uh, And we would love to uh, see you there and love to be able to uh, maybe see some of you that we haven't seen for a long time, but always an opportunity for you to make and meet new Christian believers like yourself. And remember, our nation is in a very, very, very tenuous situation. And if there was ever a time for us to come together and join our voices together in unison with um, corporate prayer and all the subjects I just talked about, this would be the time for us to do it. So I hope You'll get your tickets or get your tables to be with me on Thursday, May the 4th at the Armature Works. Again, that website, letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Click on the red banner for the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? 
How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune Legal Helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-567-8877. 800-567-8877. 800-567-8877. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy the best way to make sure your cpap equipment is clean is to get new supplies if you have medicare we have great news medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days we'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you and you don't even have to leave your home we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-233-4295. 800-233-4295. That's 800-233-4295. Got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pocket. We keep our missions overseas. But for the hurting in our city, would we even cross the street? But we want to see the heart set free and the tyrants kneel. The walls fall down and our land be healed. But church, if we want to see change in the world out there, it's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. We're going to start right here. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I want to brief you on something that's part of a national, excuse me, a world story, but I want to tell you that uh, it would probably be appropriate if you have young ears in your car uh, to go ahead and turn the radio off. If you are in your home, I'll give you a, a minute or so. Uh, to either turn off our radio broadcast or to be able to go to a certain pace in your house so uh, the little children are not privy to our our next topic. It certainly is age-appropriate. But I want you to know the evilness, just another example of the evilness in the dark cloud that is gathering all around the globe. And this comes, again, from the United Nations. Now know that I think that United Nations is certainly a player in end time prophecy. I'm convinced of it. And I believe that when the Antichrist comes on the scene, one of the tools that will usher, one of the organizations and then one of the tools in his tool chest 
will be that of the United Nations. And we've already seen despicable actions coming out of the United Nations, so much so that I wish that we weren't even a part of the United Nations as a nation, except to stay there to veto everything. Giving you another second or two for the kids. Our phone lines are open, as always, at 877-943-9673. There is a report to the United Nations titled, Eight March Principles. This came from the International Committee of Jurists, the ICI, And they have published this outline for, quote, a human rights-based approach to criminal law prescribing conduct associated with sex, reproduction, drug use, HIV, homelessness, and poverty, close quote. That's kind of a long list. You can imagine... With the United Nations is putting out or adopting a proclamation having to do with sex, reproduction, drug use, HIV, homelessness, and poverty. For those of us with a Christian worldview, you can anticipate this is not going to be good news. Bottom line is, this organization is advocating to decriminalize all types of drug use, to decriminalize sexual activity. Now, here's the part that's going to get your attention. It includes decriminalization of activity, including sex with minors. That's right. Decriminalizing worldwide sex with minors. This far-left evil organization, according to UNAIDS, wants a new set of expert jurist legal principles to guide the application of international human rights law to criminal law. I guess I asked the question, how can underage kids have any human rights laws with this proposition. Now, it's very, very, and a lot of this research is done by CBN News. I appreciate their article on this. A lot of this is deep inside the document. It was released last month on International Women's Day. It is a 32-page report. 32 pages of of a position to decriminalize all sorts of offenses. Just what we're seeing in America. I mean, it's like the patients have escaped from the insane asylum and they are now in control. But that's what is going to happen in the end times. This should not surprise any of you except taking notice that it's happening in our time. And we are here in this time, in our time, for such a time as this. 
Basically, they're saying, and you know the moral code that comes from the principles of the Old and New Testament, Christian moral code. They're claiming that if we keep moral issues as crimes, it is equal to an attack on human rights. Now, remember the word human and remember what we're up against in this culture, which is humanism. Men and women making the decision of what's right and wrong for how their code should be, certainly putting a fist up to God, turning their back on God, absolute rebellion and rejection of God's principles. In the report, quote, criminal law is among the harshest of tools at the disposal of the state to exert control over individuals. As such, it ought to be a measure of last resort, however, globally. There has been a growing trend towards over-criminalization. Eon Siderman, Law and Policy Director at the ICJ, said in this press release, We must acknowledge that these laws not only violate human rights, but the fundamental principles of criminal law themselves. And again, what stood out in this report that minors ought to be able to consent to have sex with adults. When we come back, I want to share with you from page 22 of this disgusting, evil report. Not surprising, the sexualization of the entire culture a tool, I believe, of Satan himself. No doubt, no doubt shaking a fist in the hand of God. More on this in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Radio, broadcasting all over Central Florida, 877-943-9673. If you want to listen in, excuse me, if you want to call in, I'll be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Prosecutors in New Mexico plan to drop an involuntary manslaughter charge against Alec Baldwin in the fatal 2021 shooting of a cinematographer on the set of the Western film Rust. Baldwin's attorneys said in a statement Thursday that they're pleased with the decision to dismiss the case. The actor and the film's weapons supervisor, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, were both charged with involuntary manslaughter in the shooting of cinematographer Alina Hutchins. A fifth man has been arrested and charged with murder in connection with the weekend shooting at a Sweet 16 party that killed four young people in Alabama. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency announced the arrest Thursday of 19-year-old Willie George Brown Jr. of Auburn. Brown's charged with four counts of reckless murder, the same as four other defendants arrested earlier in the case. More details at srnnews.com. The following is... 
you don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year of partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we can come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Go to surroundtampa.com and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember, surroundtampa.com today. A grace-filled life. Remembering Dr. Charles Stanley. One of the things that I think is probably the most liberating truth that I've ever discovered, and that is, I cannot live the Christian life. It is Christ living it through me. It's the most liberating lesson I've ever learned in life. And the tragedy is this. Most believers will go to their grave in the bondage of trying to please God, trying to perform, trying to live up to, trying somehow to be good enough to get His acceptance when it is absolutely impossible. Remember what grace is all about. Grace is all about the fact that God loves us in spite of who we are. God has forgiven us when we don't deserve it. It is not living up to, performing, or trying to measure up to anything. One of the most liberating lessons is it is Christ in us. If you're a Christian, live like you believe Christ is in you. Learn more at intouch.org. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com. Listen to Janae's Tropicals Saturdays at 9.30 and again at 5.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Who the 
And we're back, Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. We're talking about uh, a U.N. agency uh, who wants to de- decriminalize sex with minors. And still reminding you for just joining us, this is uh, sort of a, uh, a blackout period for you if you have young children in the car or at home, need to go to a a quiet spot, uh, certainly talking about something that is not appropriate for little ones, but something you need to know. It's amazing how evil the United Nations is. Anyone has to look at their, anyone would have to look at their treatment of Israel to begin to get on that page. And now, you know, you've heard people say, you know what? Where we're going, they just want the children. They just want to get to children. And so on page 22 of this report that I was citing, CBN News reports, quote, with respect to the enforcement of criminal law, any prescribed minimum age of consent to sex must be applied in a non-discriminatory manner. Let's take, let's deconstruct that sentence. Enforcement of any criminal criminal law in any country around the world, any prescribed minimum age of consent to sex must be applied in a non-discriminatory manner. Now, if that was age 18 or above, that would be one matter. But keep listening. Enforcement may not be linked to the sex gender of participants or age of consent to marry. Moreover, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual. In fact, if not in law. Listen to this. Sexual conduct Involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent, let's say that's 18, to sex, may be consensual. That's open season on kids. The enforcement, it goes on. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual consensual sex conduct and their right to be heard in matters concerning them. Do you see the attack against parents once again in this language? Parents, it's if you don't even exist. You are nothing but breeding machines for big government. Breeding machines for totalitarian governments, Marxist governments, communist, socialism governments. Can you see the attack against God Almighty himself. 
in what I just shared with you. Unbelievable. Well, we're going to let a 12-year-old little girl make her own decisions about consensual, consensual sex. Whatever happened to the notion, especially with little girls, when the hormones finally start kicking in, what, eight or nine, something like that, boys like, what, 12? And they're already going after the kids before these hormones even begin to help these kids know they're little boys or little girls and all that goes along with that package, that original package from God himself. This is absolutely hideous. Hideous. The statement goes on to say, persuade their evolving capacities and progressive autonomy, <laughs> progressive autonomy, persons under 18 years of age should participate in decisions affecting them with due regard to their age, maturity, and best interests, and with specific attention to non-discrimination guarantees. Folks, it's all about discrimination. Now, let me just, for the record, make this perfectly clear. Our norms in America, when it comes to underage children, and particularly little, little girls and little boys, our worldview here, at least it has been, and the world of you in some of these third world countries, the horrible aspect of child abuse is already running rampant. I'm not going to say which country, but I've been on, on many foreign overseas trips with my colleagues different talk show hosts around the country, missions trips, if you will, a vision trip for some of the organizations we stand with on our give back days. And I'll never forget one of these countries that we flew in, saw a couple things, went to the hotel. And then the plan was, uh, I think it was about, 12 of us, something like that, was for us to have dinner at a restaurant that was about a block or a block away from the hotel. So we all had a time that we were going to gather in the lobby. And then we would walk together that block and a half to the hotel. When we walked out of that front door of that hotel and reached the public sidewalk and street, It was a shocking picture. I mean, there were little kids. Boys and girls. Running up to you. Wanting to know if you wanted to participate in a sexual activity with them. 
I mean, we were all shocked and blown away because they were so young. And I mean out in the open. I don't mean, you know, call 911 escorts or 325 massage, all those, you know, you know, non-legitimate businesses that are just sex shops. I mean right out in open, large numbers at the hotel where the Americans stay. Police standing there. So I want you to know what we're seeing here is a worldview that Satan is trying to promulgate here and around the globe to more sophisticated societies. Let me tell you what, when I came back from that trip, I happened to have been dressed very casually. So, yes, I went on a mission trip. By the time we flew back, and I will tell you, it was an Asian country, and we were flying back across the Pacific. I think we went into LAX. If not, it was San Francisco. Way back in the day, I had I had one of my favorite Hawaiian shirts, and my um, and my straw hat, more like a Federo, but you know. So I get off and I'm going through customs, and they look at my passport, asking me where I was at, what I was doing. I gave them the name of the country, and I said I'm there on a mission trip. Well, the Immigration officer looked at me and said, hmm, this guy doesn't fit the mold of a missionary. A little flamboyant shirt and a hat. So I got pulled out of the line. Myself and all of my traveling uh, materials, you know, suitcase and everything. So we got off the side. He says, now, now tell me again, you were doing what? I said, well, I'm. I was on a mission trip, blah, 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 kind of a vision trip, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. He looked at me with, with such disbelief. He goes, do you mind if I see your camera? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah, here, here's my camera. Electronic camera, by the way, digital. So I'll never forget it as he's standing there, and if you, you've ever watched this, they kind of watch you. Part of what they're trained to do is when they're inspecting something, they'll kind of look up at you because they're trained to look at your, your uh, body language, your facial expressions. So he starts going through my camera and lo and behold, he's seeing picture after picture, after picture, after picture, after picture. Or I'm in a Bible study. I'm handing out Bibles. Clearly saw all these pictures that would be absolutely uh, in line with a mission trip. He looks at me, he says, Mr. Bunkley, uh, you were on a mission trip. And I'm like going, yeah, yeah, man, that, that's what I told you. He goes, well, let me explain. The country you came from is is known for childhood sexual exploitation. And it's against federal law for an American citizen to travel from the United States to this country and engage in illegal sex with children under 18. 
And when we have inbound flights from this country, we look for the passports to see because we want to try and get these people off the streets. And he goes, quite honestly, you were dressed. And I told him, man, I'm a Floridian, man. He kind of chuckled. I said, because you were dressed, you weren't, I don't know what a typical missionary looks like. But anyway, uh, it was all done. We were fine. But all the rest of the guys were waiting in the lobby for me. In one of our female talk show hosts. When I finally got out there, what's happening? I go, oh, man, they thought I was a sexual pervert coming back from X country. But I said I was saved by my camera because the photographs of my activity in that country proved me. But I said all that to say this is why this is hideous and it's spreading. And it's the work of the Antichrist. It's the work of the devil. Final thoughts in a moment on the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. She is yearning for shelter and affection that she never found at home. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-784-4538. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-784-4538. 800-784-4538. That's 800-784-4538. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Perhaps you saw the pictures on TV of teenagers rioting in Chicago last weekend. They stomped on cars, fired off guns, and behaved as people who have no respect for law, property, or others. One might think such actions would lead to arrests. Not in Chicago, and the mayor-elect of that troubled city has come to their defense. Brandon Johnson said while he doesn't condone such behavior, quote, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities, unquote. By saying that, Johnson is in fact condoning their behavior. These teens don't represent all teens in their neighborhoods. Many are law-abiding. If Democrats endorse school choice, they would have more opportunities to get a good job and provide for themselves. Destroying the property and threatening the lives of others does not improve their circumstances. Johnson's attitude is typical of liberals. It is, as former President Bush has said, the soft bigotry of low expectations. Expect more of this behavior if there are no consequences. I'm Cal Thomas. 
For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Bunkley here with some final thoughts on this Thursday afternoon on the Bill Bunkley Show, broadcasting all across Central Florida. As we round out today's show, we were just talking about uh, a hideous proposition in the United Nations. But sadly, I want you to know, incredibly, it's not out of step with the worldview thinking in many places. Children are abused in the most horrendous and hideous manner in some parts of the world. And when we see the left-wing evil worldview moves, a lot of them based on the agenda that's already been a part of our country for the last couple of decades plus, and that is the incremental move little by little to change the operating system of America from a republic to Marxism. Marxism being bred through socialism. Socialism flipping to communism. And, you know, my opinion is the President of the United States 
Mr. Biden, is going to go down in history of single-handedly allowing all manner, manner of destruction to American law, to American economy, and to the American way of life. We are doing everything we can to destruct ourselves from within. We are following the playbook of the Romans and the Greeks. Major world powers of yesterday, many of us were never conquered from without. You've heard that. You know that. And they fell from within. And many of them fell from within because they were infected with absolute anything goes in the area of sexual relations. And when you have a major population where the burning desire is dominated by pornography, sex, all that goes into this, certainly one of the bedrocks of wokeism in America, and turns its back on Judeo-Christian principles where it comes when it comes to sex outside of marriage, marriage itself. And who would have ever thought 10, 20 years ago that we would be fighting over gender? I didn't see this 20 years ago, and I bet you you didn't either. And that members of Congress or members of the federal government, when asked, could you tell me what a woman is, they dodge the question. They dodge the question. I hope that drives you to your knees. I hope that and the other things that we share on this three-hour briefing, I hope you jot them down, and I hope that you are pleading with the Lord once a day in prayer, not only for yourself, your family, your community, your job, but for this country and for the cause of Christ in America. I believe this battle will only be won on our knees. It will only be won if you do not take the posture of listening to my program or watching TV and go, oh, no. Man, things are just, we're going to be destroyed. Yeah. No, the idea is you need to do something about it. And the place to do something about it, we should engage the spiritual battle of this war behind our closed door in our special prayer place and on our knees in humility, demonstrating to the Lord how much we depend on him for everything, including deliverance during these times. But you know what? I have joy. (laughs) I really do. I'm trying to get you to pray, but you know what? I know where I'm going, and I know where I'm spending the rest of my life. And I get pumped up in tough times, and I know he's with me. That's a time like this. 
Well, the clock's going to run out, so I got to go. Have a great Thursday, Thursday afternoon, and we'll see you tomorrow at 3. God bless and good day. Hi, my name is Fernando.